wild women welcome back to the femme podcast it is a sunday morning i am in my gap pajama pants cozy just washing the heck out of my face over here feels so good do you have a gua sha tool no but i want one now yeah do you know it's so good because it drains your lymphatic like you're okay. I'm not an expert on this, but your lymphatic system, like, which is like just under your skin. And so it helps with inflammation, wrinkles. It just leaves your skin like so glowy. Is it relaxing to watch? Oh, it's so relaxing to watch. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like, I also really love giving my kids and actually I feel like humans, but right now it's my kids foot massages. I feel like it's like so meditative for me. You love giving foot massages. Feels like meditative and I've, and I'm getting the same feeling watching you do this to your face. I'm like, Oh, it's just like, okay, this is meditative. The fact that you like to give foot massages is fucking weird. This is why we're talking to the girl that doesn't like melted cheese because of the texture, but you like to rub people's feet. That's so weird. I I like feet. Okay. I like feet. How did I not know this about you? I cannot believe that you like feet. I'm actually gross. I'm not like, I don't have a foot fetish. I don't like cruise down the beach and be like, Ooh, look at those feet. I'd like to massage them. <laughs> oh my God. You're ruining my life right now. <laughs> okay. Remember this is the femme podcast. I feel like right before we went hit record, I was like, I think this is actually my favorite way now to start Sundays. You know, Sundays are usually a day where I don't plug in at all. And it feels like we're on Zoom, just being besties. Okay, I have to tell you something else. And maybe this will help some of our audience, hopefully, or else this is completely useless information. But I'm telling you this as a best friend for Sloan, as a good auntie. So this morning, we hadn't brushed Wave's hair for like three months ever. And, And today she like felt she had this dreadlock growing in the back of her head. And she was like, what is this? And I was like, uh-oh, this is not good. She's like, brush my hair right now. She calls her tangled hair crumply. She's like, it's so crumply. This is like terrible. Get it out. So I'm like, we don't have any detangler. Like it's literally a Bob Marley dreadlock in the back of her head. So I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, I'm for sure going to end up cutting this out. And so I just bought myself this organic moringa oil. And it's for hair and like scalp and, but it's also great for your skin. Look at how oily my hair is because I've just been like rubbing it all over myself, but it's also great for skin, for scars, for age spots, for, it's like this beautiful healing oil. So I get it and I pretend to play like potion with it. So I'm like, here, I'll use this magic oil. And she's like, calls bullshit on me right away. She's like, whatever, like, what is that even? Like, that's not, you know, that's not hair potion. I'm like, yeah, it totally is. So I put it on the dreadlock. There were kind of three of them forming, if I'm being completely honest. So I put the oil on the dreadlocks. I start brushing and like, I'm not kidding you. They fell out like four minutes later, they just were gone. And I was like, wow, I became a walking infomercial for Marengo oil in my house. I was like, did anyone see this? This is fucking crazy. So if you're looking for something for Sloan's hair still, and if any of you have kids with super tangly hair. I swear to God, I don't know if it was a fluke, but this oil was like, I felt like Harry Potter. I'm like, send it to the jungle. Go to the apothecary. I'm sure she has some. 
or anyone who sells doTERRA like but honestly the bottle I got I got it on Amazon it's like 100% organic it was like 40 bucks or something and it's I don't know I think it's my new favorite thing and I can't send it to the jungle I can't even send anything to you not even a paper airplane so no luck no luck for you no 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 plan enough I'm going to spell it for our listeners so that they can go find it for themselves. It's M-O-R-I-N-G-A. There you go, folks. What are we talking about today? Jack attack? I'm like, oh yeah, we are recording a podcast right now. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Femme Podcast and you are live as my guest. Welcome to the Femme Podcast. So what we were going to talk about today is... Being able to hold the energy for your vision. And you know, 2020 will go down in history. You know, actually, I'm going to say this 2020 is going to go down in history as like the year that was fucking crazy for so many people. You don't know what my favorite thing is? Almost everyone in our world, I don't know if you've noticed this, but so many of the women inside of our world, their conversation around 2020 is like, I know 2020 was supposed to be terrible, but it was actually one of the best years of my life. And it's like this secret, you know, it's like this like unspoken secret that like, oh my God, the pandemic, like, yes, is terrible and killed and hurt and harmed and put people in like terrible places. But actually at the root of it, you know, like brought us back to so many truths that we had lost touch with and brought us back to so many normalities and values and beliefs and just to love, you know, the simple things in life. And that's a total aside, but yeah, I mean, we witness a lot of women step into their power. We witness a lot of businesses and in this industry in personal growth and development and business growth. Like we, we saw a lot of expansion and we saw a lot of women, no matter where they were at on their journey to like actually like step up and do the things they've been desiring to do, to invest in the things that they've been desiring to invest in for their own growth. So I feel like when you say, you know, 2020, like the secret of like, there were some really great things that came out of 2020 for a lot of people because they started to own their desires. They stopped waiting. And my favorite stories from 2020 are of the women that, and people, you know, it's not just women, it's people, but it is of people who saw an opportunity, you know, who saw the opportunity to settle into the way the world was going rather than resisting it, right? Rather than fighting the current or trying to keep things the same or, denying it. Like, I think there was a lot of denial, right? People not really accepting what was happening, um, not being willing to see it, not, not allowing themselves to process all of the things that were happening on a global scale. And whether we know it or not, right, that collective energy affects us. And so I think that the people who experienced the magic of 2020, you know, were the ones who were willing to see it. Well, and the ones who are willing to see it also, I think the ones who are willing to embrace the uncertainty, which is Mm -hmm. something that we talk about within our business. You know, when people are always like, I need to know how I need to be certain before I make this move. Like it has, like, I need to be guaranteed this outcome. Mm -hmm. And what we all really were taught and learned is like, there's so much uncertainty in the world. And can we trust despite the uncertainty? Can we lean into the uncertainty, even with fear? even when logic and reasoning tells us like, it doesn't make sense. 
can we really like play with and like create this flow and this dance without with with that uncertainty? Well, and I think this is exactly, you know, leading into our conversation for today's podcast is the people who were able to walk into 2020 and, you know, when shit went completely sideways and and the way that none of us could have anticipated or predicted it would go, that they had this vision for their lives. They had the Mm, like image of who they desired to become and the things that they were here to do and teach and the woman they were here to be. And 2020 wasn't the thing that derailed that, right? They held the energy of their vision and, and they stayed in alignment with it and they rose in their power through it. And that's what we want to talk about today. You know, th- this ability to act in alignment with your vision, even when things don't go your way, even when you fail, even when your products don't sell, even when you break up, even when X, Y, Z, right? Because there's an always an even when. Yeah. Even when it seems unlikely. And as you're like saying that and sharing, I was like, oh yeah, what happened when 2020 went sideways for us? Like, I don't think we ever had the conversation, like there, that energy, like it, we did not waver from our vision. You know, we had set out the beginning of January, January, 2020, we declared 2020, our million dollar year. And I don't even feel like there was a moment. There wasn't a hesitation of like, this might not happen now. No, definitely not. Definitely not. And I think that, you know, when we look back at anything and and 2020 is just such a perfect example, right? But I mean, even when we look back on February, even when we look back on January, on past launches, past projects, you know, the when we look back on the Girl Tribe t-shirts, like when you look back on a decision that you made and you think to yourself like, whoa, like that didn't go the way we thought it was going to go, right? Or that didn't sell the way I thought it was going to sell or that relationship didn't work out the way I thought it was going to work out. I think that we we always have an opportunity to extract the lesson, which is exactly what we teach women inside of our containers. Like, okay, you know, the only thing that that makes it a mistake is if you don't recognize the lesson, right? A mistake stays a mistake as long as you don't pull the lesson from it and use that lesson to propel you forward. So 2020 is a great example, but can we actually get a little bit more micro, right? Can we actually bring this conversation more into just our day-to-day life, our week-to-week, our month-to-month, and actually say, like, you know, when things go, and and I'm not even loving the word sideways, you know? Like, I'm like, quote-unquote, sideways. What the fuck does that even mean when things go sideways? They don't go sideways. They go they go forward. Like we are always moving forward, you know? I think it's it's the feeling of sideways. You know, we talk about this when you take the path unknown, when you take the path that's uncomfortable, when you take the path that's scary, where you don't know the how, because the thing is when you follow the path that, that you have the how figured out, it's like, Oh, I can take this step, then this step, then this step, then this step. And then I get here. When you take this other path, that's your soul led path. It often feels like you're going sideways. It often feels like you're going backwards until you get there and you like look back, you know, until you like get to the place where your vision is and you're like looking back and you're like, how the fuck did I get here? And it doesn't even matter. You're like, it doesn't matter if I went sideways or backwards or twisted and turned. Like I just kept allowing my soul to lead. I kept following these little nudges and landed in the realm of your desires. And landed. So let me tell you what I hear when you say 
sideways. I hear women in our world using language like, I'm stuck. I don't know what I want. It just doesn't feel good. This isn't the thing. I want to do it, but I haven't yet. I don't know how to have the conversation. Like what I hear when when we talk about like things are going sideways, I hear, okay, I'm going to be careful about how I say this because I'm going to get all football coachy. But honestly, what I hear is a woman not willing to take action or not being in touch with her pussy desires, not making the space to get in touch with her pussy desires, not being willing to listen to her truth not having the time or the space to listen to her truth and not being willing yet to take the action to keep propelling her forward. That's what I hear. Yeah. I often feel like those, you know, women that are in that space are like, are not even moving at all. To be honest, like, I don't even think they're moving sideways and they're not even willing to move backwards. You know, sometimes like there is movements that feel sideways or that feels backwards, but like, at least they're moving. At least they're like leaning into something and being willing to fail, which might feel like a step backwards. So for me, sideways doesn't even feel like movement. Isn't that crazy? Like when I feel of like sideways, I'm like, it doesn't feel like intentional movement. Okay. It feels like you're literally just like out in the ocean and you're accidentally swaying with the current, but you're just like out there bobbing, you know? And we talk about this a lot. When you anchor into your energy, you have to anchor your energy into something. And what is that something? That something is the vision, right? Without the vision, you are literally just like a boy out there in the ocean, just like, where am I going? That's the energy that that sideways has for me. And may this not be confused with pausing, right? Intentionally pausing, intentionally doing nothing, intentionally staying in your pajamas in quarantine for two weeks because you desire deep replenishment. Like, hello, get intentional about the pause. But even that to me is not sideways because it's intentional and you know, it's preparing you for what comes next. And like, just sitting over here thinking like all the different like perspectives and energies, like on a word. Totally. I don't like the energy of sideways as you can tell. Oh, we got that one. Did you get that one, guys? Got that one. I think the funny thing about that too is that my desire as a coach is to always make women feel like they're growing. Even if they're in a pause, even if they're in a a period of their life where they're in stillness, that it still feels like growth. So when I hear sideways, my my immediate like subconscious nervous system jerk reaction is like, I want to just like reach out and like... like talk to you, anchor you, like help you get out of that place. Do you know what I mean? Totally know what you mean. And it's like right now what's coming up for me is like my favorite prayer from prayers of honoring when it talks about like, you know, like treading water and yeah. I mean, there's so many ways you could go on this, but I'm like, Oh, now I want to revisit that prayer again as well. I want to revisit that. I want to hear that prayer. Mm. I'll share it with you. Yes, please. I think we should share it with everyone. Let's share it on the Femme podcast, Instagram. Okay. We'll share. We'll share. It's my favorite. It's like my favorite prayer of all time. Okay. So. And if you guys are listening, did you know that the Femme Podcast has its own Instagram account? It's at the Femme Podcast. <laughs> you should go follow because we, we share some fun things there. Bloopers, for example. Maybe this week you'll get a video of me washing my, <laughs> the my face. Get back on track, Jack. 
Yeah. I'm like, back, back it up onto the track, you guys, you ladies, you wild women. So if we're talking about this sideways energy, however you interpret it, and honestly, I think this is a really beautiful invitation for everyone to dive into what, how they feel about sideways. How do you feel about sideways motion? Are you intentional about sideways motion? Are you, do you feel like you're moving sideways in your life? If you feel like you're moving sideways in your life, does that feel good for you? Does it feel positive? Do you love moving sideways? I don't know. It's a cool conversation to invite in with yourself because despite my view of sideways and yours is different and I love that, but I think a lot of people would say that they do feel like they're currently moving sideways. Mm. So how, how do we, you know, hold the vision for our life and take consistent action towards it, even when <laughs> things are going sideways? How, how do we get back into a growth phase? How do we get back in alignment with the woman that we're desiring to become? I mean, what would your advice be for someone who is experiencing that? Yeah. So when we're using the word sideways in this context too, it's definitely like, okay, like if we are here for growth and expansion, I was literally just having this call on the weekly this week and how, I mean, the whole call was based around self-forgiveness. We went in a totally different direction, but it's like, if you're here for growth and expansion, like what are the things that you're willing to lean into? Well, like you said there, there has to be an anchor. There has to be a bigger vision for you to like take that next step for you to lean into the spaces that are uncomfortable for you to do the things that that you fear for you to follow this like energy that you feel calling inside you that doesn't make sense. That's not logical where you can't see the outcome on the other side. There has to be like a vision. There has to be something that you are moving towards. And I was actually out surfing this morning. I got a new surf coach, Rob, too. I've had a couple lessons and it was amazing. And is he hot? Is he hot? (laughs) Of course, that's your question. No, but for real. Is it a he? And is he hot? It is a he. That's all I'm giving you. He said to me as I was like going and we were like trying some different waves and like, just like really riding down the line. And he's like the first wave, he's like, okay, you're going left. And he's like, and you looked right. And I was like, well, I just think if anyone's coming from that direction. And he's like, yeah, no. And he's like, and then you look down to like, see the position of your feet. And he's like, and then you wonder why you fell into the water where you're like, I came back. And he's like, you're like, why didn't I go left? And he's like, you weren't even looking left. Yeah. But I was like, but my board was pointing left. He's like, but you weren't looking left. Oh my gosh. This is such a fucking beautiful example. Honestly, every snowboarder or skier knows like you go where you look, you look where you want to go. You know, I, I even say this to myself, you guys, I live in the mountains. I've been skiing Whistler mountain for almost 11 years. And like one of the first lessons I learned on the hill was like, point your shoulders in the direction that you want to go. Like your shoulders should always be pointing like down the mountain, look where you want to go and your body will follow you. And I'm like, oh my God, how often do we forget? Okay. This is such a great conversation, but also I will say 10, 11, however fucking long I've lived here, 12 years later, I still have to remind myself, you know, like fifth run of the day. And I'm like, oh yeah, look down the mountain, point your shoulders down the mountain. 
Well, then the next wave, I was like going right. So I like looked right, but like I looked right, right beside me. And he's like, no, look like 50 freaking feet right. And I was like, you see that surfer way over there? Like, look at her when you're going right. Like, that's how far right you got to look. You have to have that like bigger vision. He's like, you want to ride the wave? He's like, do you want to ride the wave for five seconds? Or like, you want to like ride the wave? You want to like ride the line? And I was like, oh yeah, I want to ride the line. So my vision has to be way further than I think it does. It can't be right beside me. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Oh my gosh. I'm just over here like shaking my booty. Like fucking love your new surf coach. I hope he's hot because he is cool. A lot of lessons from the ocean these days. So many. I was just going to say like surfing is teaching you so much more than surfing. There's like reasons that you still need to stay in the jungle. I'm like, yeah. So you can ride the waves of the analogies of life and like learn all these fucking beautiful things for yourself. It's amazing. Note of like all the things I'm learning that surfing, like I literally said to him today too, I was like, I feel like I'm in the hardest science class right now, trying to like read the waves and be like, there's the peak. That means you have to be this far and this far. I'm like, yeah. Mother nature is she's complicated. She's complex, like so much beyond what the eye can see. I love it. Okay. So did you try again? Yeah. Did course. you look in the distance? Did you hold the vision for yourself? And what happened? I got to know. Obviously he was like, that's the best wave you've ever rode. <sighs> and I mean, we're only on two lessons, but I felt it. I'm like, oh, you're actually right. Because I felt it. Oh, that's so good. Okay. So the lesson in here, you know, just in case it's not as obvious as it feels to me <laughs> is well, that you think further than you think, right? So what happens to so many of us, especially, and I'm just going to go for it, like, especially female entrepreneurs, like our program doesn't sell as many spots or, you know, we don't get as many women in our programs as we think that we want. And we throw our program in the garbage or we spend one year trying to sell tie-dye socks and no one buys them. And then we just throw the whole business idea in the garbage and we lose sight of the big vision. We lose sight of the reason why we started. We lose sight of the possibility. We lose sight of the potentiality and we quit even before we get started, right? We quit before we actually give ourselves a chance to succeed. And I see this in female entrepreneurs so much. I also see it in women. I see it in women, you know, new moms who are just so ready to quit on themselves because they're struggling. I see it in women inside relationships who don't know how to use their voice and they just never do, right? And it's like, where, what is the big vision? Like how far ahead are you looking? Are you looking at how impossible it feels right now? Because if you are, you're never going to start, right? You're never going to get anywhere. You have to be able and you have to be willing to see ahead for yourself. You have to be able and willing to anchor into that vision so that you can keep moving towards it. And when you said the word impossible there, like, I feel like so many of the things that we do, like so many times, the thing that we really are desiring to like do, be good at, become feels so far away, feels impossible in the beginning. 
we think that feeling that we think because it feels impossible that it is impossible. And that's just not the truth. Well, and the thing that's coming up for me here is like all of the lessons that we taught in the temptress of time, right? Because we think that something feels impossible and then we go and just really crush ourselves, crush our own dreams, because then we attach that impossible goal to a timeline. And we say, if I can't lose 30 pounds in six months, then what's the fucking point? I'm just not going to lose the 30 pounds. Or if I can't have a million dollars in my business by 2022, then what's the fucking point? I'm not even going to start, right? So not only do we feel like the goal is impossible, but then we attach this timeline to it and we just crush ourselves and, and then we just stay the same. We move sideways. Ew. Ew. Sideways. Like our feet conversation. I'm like, sideways and feet for me? Like, <laughs> no, thank you. No, no, no. Winnie would say, no, no, no. <laughs> no, mommy. Oh, no, mama. Yeah, that's what I'm saying to all of you. No, no, no. Like, okay, now that, now that I'm on your energy of sideways, you know, we move sideways in this space, though, which is not like expansion, which is not growth. When we're talking sideways in this energy, we move sideways because we give our power away to that result. We give our power away to that goal that feels impossible. We give our power away to that timeline. We give our power away to other people. You know, when you said, you know, your voice and having your voice in your relationship, all of a sudden we give our power away to somebody else. Oh my God, you guys, this is a fucking huge one for me. I wrote a post about this. It's gone out as an email. If you're not on the femme email list, get on because I had someone yesterday send me a private message and said, oh my God, Rob, your email today is me. Like this is exactly me inside my relationship because I gave my power away inside my relationship for way too long. I, I lost complete sight of what I wanted. I thought I wanted to be taken care of. I thought I wanted to have like this, like, life handed to me. I didn't think I wanted to make decisions for myself. And I manifested the perfect guy for that. Like he was 10 years older than me, had a job, the money, the career, the house, lived in a cool place and just like made all of the decisions. And I never had to do anything. Okay. This was my mentality at the time. I was like 22 and this like cute little girl. I was like, I don't have to do anything. Look at my life, like blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden I started to grow up and grow in my spirit, grow in my truth, grow in my power. And I was like, wait a minute, I don't have to do anything. No, no, no. I get to do things. I get to make decisions for myself. I get to spend my own money. I get to plan my own vacations. I get to choose my job. I get to choose my career. I get to choose where we live. I get to choose the color of my fucking bedspread. I get to choose where the plants go. I get to choose my kids' names. I get to choose to invest in myself. I get to choose. Right. And the question is like, if you're moving sideways in your life, are you actually choosing anything for yourself? And this is where I turn into the football coach. I'm like, fucking make a choice for yourself. Just make a single choice because once you make a choice for yourself that's rooted in your pussy desires, in your truth, and what you really want, you're actually going to start moving forward. And we get the stuck energy where we don't make choices and where we move sideways because we're too afraid to make that choice. We're not, we're not in our power around it because we have all of these beliefs. We've collected all of this evidence of times when we didn't follow this intuition. Mm -hmm. 
when we betrayed ourselves because we didn't do the thing our soul was calling us to do. And so then we have this evidence. We're like, but it didn't work before. Why is it going to work now? And we invent all these stories and make all this, this stuff up. And we would stop ourselves from making that choice. We think like we don't get to because we're not in our power. And we're actually giving our power away to a past version of ourselves. You know, we're giving that power away behind us. Cause we're like, Oh, but this didn't work for me then. Or I made this choice then, or I didn't. And it's all like, Oh, you made that choice then because you didn't know what you know. Now you weren't the person that you are today. So you have to be in your power. So it means not giving your power away to the past mistakes, the past choices, the past decisions you made, the people outside of you. Owning your own power is what's going to allow you to say, I get to choose. Mm -hmm. I love that. I mean, duh, you're a genius. And, And the other thing that came up for me there is you're giving your power away to a past version of yourself. And you're also giving yourself away to this version of yourself that other people expect you to be right? The friend that people need you to be, the mother that you think you should be, the employee that people are depending on, the wife that keeps her mouth shut, like what, like, you know, the, the version of yourself that you're expected to be in all of these areas of your life, right? I feel like for us, how movement happens, how we make the quantum leaps is we give our power to that like next level version of ourselves. We're always asking ourselves like, what would that next level version do? What would that person in her power say yes to? What would she lean into? What fears would she be willing to break through? Well, I think that this ties back into your example of riding the wave, right? Being willing to look 50 feet ahead as opposed to making decisions as yourself on top of that wave right now that's concerned about the position of her feet. So funny you say that. And so interesting because literally before that, like in next wave that I like looked the 50 feet, there is, you know, this couple that was out there with me that we know here and they're like leaving to go to Hawaii for five weeks. And I was like, just wait, when you get back here in five weeks, like how long I'm riding? Cause I was like, Oh, I'm just going to commit to like looking further and further and further. And if I'm committed to looking further and further and anchoring into that vision, like of course I'm going to get there. Yeah. Because you're going to make, start making decisions and start taking aligned actions as that woman, you're going to surf more. You're going to be committed to the waves. You're going to ride it. Like all of it will change because you're committed to that vision, right? This is how we change our lives. Vision and holding that energy, right? Holding that energy, holding that energy. Then when I dropped into the wave and it was scary, Mm-hmm. Holding that energy when I wanted to bail off to the side because I was like, I've never rode farther than this. Like holding that energy for longer than I think I can possibly do it for longer than I've ever done before. Yeah. And holding that energy when you go through the washing machine, when you get eaten by the ocean, you know, when you fall. And this is what happens. We all fall. Okay. We fall in business. We fall in motherhood. We fall in our relationships. We fall all the time. Okay. This is the journey. This is it. You're never not going to fall. It's your willingness to get back up. It's your willingness to see the you that rides that wave no matter what. And then one time, the next time you catch that wave, right? And you get back up. Even when it doesn't look the way that you think it does, you get back up, right? And I think that this is exactly 
what women need to hear. It is safe to get back up. It is safe to try again. My daughter the other day says something to me. She's like, you know what, mom, this is what you do. You just keep trying. You try and then it doesn't work and you try again and it doesn't work and you just keep trying until it works. And I was like, that's exactly right, Wave. Right. Kids don't believe it's not going to work. They don't attach timeline to things. And it's all just full of like possibility, all the possibility, all the things. Yes, please. More, please. Man, it's so crazy. I'm like, in this conversation, just like the, one of the most powerful things that's coming up in my energy and and like hard about this is just that time piece. You know, I really think that it's one of the most valuable lessons that we teach women is recoding their beliefs around time. And this conversation is just like driving that home for me is like, yeah, time. I was conversation with one of our clients that was upgrading into our two to one earlier this week. And I said, like, literally like the teachings that we have led in this year, the first three teachings of this year, the tempest of time, wealth activated fem power principles. Like this is where it all starts. These three together, like everything you get to do going forward from these core principles will shift. Yeah. I love it. I love it. You guys. Fem Power Principles begins on March 22nd. It is our next live course. This is the most powerful work in the fem world. These are the principles of living as a powerful woman the fem way. We're going to redefine power the way that we redefine absolutely everything in our world, like the word sideways, for example. <laughs> but this program is seven days seven lives, seven hours. It is $777. It will literally transform the way you live your life. These seven principles are our daily work. It is the work that we teach our clients in life, in business. It is the work that we live by and it changed. I mean, it continues to change our world. I would say every day. Continues to change our world every day. And not just in business, in life, in both. I had somebody in my inbox this morning saying like, I don't have a business yet. It's Fem Power Principles for me. And I was like, yes, Fem Power Principles is literally, for me, is for every single woman on this planet. It is where you dive into working with us. It is the first step. It is that, that beginning. Because once you own your power, you're willing you see things differently. You're willing to make different choices. Like it's You're all- willing to make a choice. You make the choice. It starts here. I said, I was like, if you only ever take one course with us in your entire life, this is it. Okay. I just have to tell this story too. My stepmom took this course with us last year and it was her very first program, her very first like dive into personal growth, personal development. I think she was reading Gabby Bernstein's The Universe Has Your Back at the same time. And she just decided to go for it. And the change in her, like since then, she has hired a personal trainer to be in power in her body. She has signed up for a holistic nutrition course to gain knowledge, to follow a passion. She's signed up for an integrated wellness program. Like she is finally in her fifties, tapping into all of these desires that have lived within her that she's owning and that she's taking action on. And she sends me these messages and pictures of what she's working on. And I 
feel her lit up. I feel her energy expanding. And you know, what's the fucking best. And I'm like emotional about this, but like my dad is doing the personal training with her. Like my dad is on the same candida cleanse that she is like her energy has changed their lives. As women, when we stand in our power, the ripple effect, people get to tap into our energy. We give them something to plug into. So whether it's our partners, our kids, our clients, they feel your energy shift. It's not because you're telling them something. It's like literally like you move and people get to move with you. You guys, Femme Power Principles is really mind-blowing work. If you want to join us inside of that container, the link is in the show notes. We can't wait to deliver this course. If you are a female entrepreneur and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm moving sideways in my business. Everything just feels like it's moving sideways. I don't know how to move ahead in my brand. I don't know how to move ahead in my sales. I don't know how to move ahead in my product suite. I don't know how to move ahead in my business. You're feeling like you don't have that vision to anchor into. You're desiring to scale that empire, to have an impact. The Femme Mastermind is now open. Spots are starting to fill for the Femme Mastermind. Yeah, I'm so excited. Our welcome call is on March 25th. Our masterminds are so fucking badass. The women you will meet, the coaching you'll receive, the growth is next, next, next level. So hop inside the Femme Mastermind. Come hang out with us every single week. There's a VIP option so that you get one-to-one time with both Jack and I, Voxer alignment sessions every Monday. This is where your business gets to grow. This is where your income gets to scale. This is where your impact gets to be felt as a female entrepreneur in the business realm. So come join us. Oh my gosh. Yeah, come into that space. If you're a female leader ready to stop moving sideways, the Femme Mastermind, you also get access to the Femme Power Principles. So be accessing power everywhere. I forgot about that. I love when we add bonuses that just feel fucking powerful. I love us. And I love you. If you are listening to the Femme Podcast and you love it, please share it. Share it. Tag us on your Instagram so we can share you, grow this community, get this podcast out there, spread the good word. And you guys, follow us on Insta at For the Wild Femme. Share with us. What did you learn today? What was your favorite takeaway? Where are you at? We love you so much. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.